Hey guys, we've got another episode of One Big Question. Uh, questions that are being asked by students as a result of studying the Bible together through the Bridge Church Student Ministries here in Reno. And for this one, I'm actually going to answer two questions because I think the answer comes generally out of the same area. We're studying the topic of love and how God truly loves us and how we can emulate that love onto other people. And this question came up from our high school group. Why is it easy to love others but not yourself? Which is really a very difficult subject in this current generation of young people is self-love is a very difficult subject for them. And then secondarily, why do people say they love someone if they don't mean it? That came from our seventh and eighth grade girls. And so the issue of self-love and, and, and not having a healthy self-image of yourself and being able to love yourself and people operating in a way where they say that they love you but they really don't mean it, it all comes from the same problem. It's the problem of sin. Romans 3.23 reminds us that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. In the context of our study, we're looking at 1 Corinthians 13 and what it means to love and how to love. And coming to that realization that when Paul writes 1 Corinthians 13, it really is an expression of how God loves. That's the way God loves us. And Paul is calling us to try to do that same thing. But Paul also who wrote 1 Corinthians 13, also wrote Romans 3.23 and understands that we are all sinners, that we have all fallen short of the glory of God. And one of the things that we just did here at the Bridge Church, we just finished a series last week called The Heart of the Matter. And one of the things that we realized is that from the Bible, speaking of the heart, the heart is really the filter through which we interpret life. And... It reminds me, as I was asked this question, I was thinking about these questions. I was thinking about um, Matthew 15, verse 17 and following, excuse me, 18 and following. But what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart, and this defiles a person. For out of the heart comes evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, and slander. These are what defile a person. And so... Here Jesus is saying something about the heart condition of humanity. That we have this natural bent towards sin. We don't have a natural bent towards loving people with a godly love. Including ourselves. And so it's something that we learn as we become followers of Christ. We understand the idea of love. God places the idea of love in our hearts. And uh, because even the non-believer loves you know, their family member or, you know, their boyfriend, girlfriend, or at least they think they do. Um, that's a different topic for a different time. But they understand the idea of love. And love, love is one of those things that we do that God has placed within our hearts. But because we're sinners, we do it imperfectly. So when someone says that they love somebody, but they really don't mean it, well, one of two things is, is there. One of, the, one of two things is present. Either one, they really don't mean it, and either they don't understand love or they never loved in the first place and so they're playing games. Or two, they do love, but because of the, because of the sin in our own hearts, 
when we receive their love, we say, no, that's not love. I don't want that. I want love to look like something else that I want you to give me. And so that's the tension. That's the challenge of trying to figure that question out. But ultimately, it all comes from the same problem. It comes from a sin problem. It comes from a heart that loves imperfectly. With regards to being able to love others, but not ourselves, that one, that one, I think, that part of that comes culturally, I think, because of where we are in society, especially with young people with access to so many things, including so many opinions about themselves, whether it's in social media, uh, the way that we interact with people like in school or what have you. I think that that's part of the problem is there's more ways for you to feel not loved because there's more people to communicate to you things that are unloving. But also I think part of it is, and it's probably misplaced, it's a little misguided, is it's easier for us to love people and not ourselves, I think, in part because um, there are things about us in our relationship with God that we, you know, God, God convicts our hearts. God convicts our hearts, and there are things that we have a tough time dealing with, I think, that God doesn't want for us. So when we sin or when we have sinful habits or attitudes or things that we, in our deepest and the deepest recesses of our heart, we know that God does not want for us, but yet we don't have a very mature relationship with Him, we'll tend to condemn ourselves Whereas, you know, we, we want to do God's job for him. Uh, but I, I'm reminded in there of Romans 8. And in Romans 8, when Paul is talking about there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, one of the things that he says is, who is to condemn? It is Christ who died. And when he says that, he's not just talking about people condemning you or not, you know, having the, uh, the, the emotion of love or the feeling of love or the doing of love for you. He's also talking about you. He says, there's no condemnation who is to condemn. It's Christ who died. He's also saying you should not condemn yourself. And so part of understanding that question is to recognize, one, that what the world says about you pales in comparison to what God says about you. And that's, that's reality. What people say about you, they don't know every inward part of who you are. But God does, and he still loves you. That's the voice you want to listen to. But on the, on the spiritual level, you also can't do God's job for him. You can't condemn yourself for the things that you think make you unlovable in God's sight when God says, hey, I know that you did these things. I don't like these things, but confess your sins, turn from your wicked ways, and you'll be healed. That's the reality of being a Christ follower is that when you say yes to God's yes, God said yes to you by the death of his son on the cross and your yes is a response to saying, I believe that to be real and I want that kind of love in my life that sacrifices for my sin. All of a sudden you can start to see yourself in a new light. And so what I hope, especially for those who are struggling with self-love, is that you will really dig deep into what it, into what God has done for you. And the Bible is the best way to, for you to understand what God has done for you. And as you, as you unpack that, you're going to see a God who loves people that seemingly are very unlovable. But yet he orchestrates this plan to save the world because he loves. 
And so that's the best answer that I can come up with to those two questions. Hopefully that makes sense and hopefully that works for you. Uh, We'll see you or talk to you on the, the next episode.